Hello and welcome to Note Doctors Summer Shorts. My name is Paul. My name is Jen. My name is Ben. And we are your hosts. We are all university music theory instructors who are passionate about music theory and music theory instruction. In these short episodes, we will be sharing with each other and all of you musical examples and teaching tips covering a wide range of topics. So if you want to know more about music theory and the most effective and innovative ways to teach it, this is the podcast for you. Well, welcome back to an episode of Note Doctor's Summer Shorts. So in these episodes, we're going to take a a bit of a left turn. Rather than interviewing uh, theorists from around the country, we're going to do a little bit something different. Uh, We're all spread out. We're taking it easy. We're going to the beach. We're having fun. We're working on... 10-year promotion materials or accreditation materials, right, Jen? Is that what you're working on? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, it's not all fun, uh, but we thought we'd make some short episodes um, just to kind of keep keep the juices flowing and to kind of talk about some theory topics that we're particularly interested in and some things that have come up in our conversations with our guests over the past year. And one such conversation and topic that has come up a lot has been the challenge of diversifying our teaching uh, materials. So going beyond just the, the strict canon that many of us were raised with. And so we thought we would uh, task ourselves with finding some interesting musical examples uh, beyond the canon. And we're going to be talking about these for the next few episodes. And we're gonna be working from a very kind of simple topics. Uh, We're gonna start today with major or minor scales. And then in each episode, go to a more advanced topic. So it kind of works you from theory one to about theory four. And uh, so our our criteria that we uh, had had to follow um, we had our example had to meet at least one of the following. It had to be by either a female composer, a composer of color, um, an LGBTQ plus composer, or um, be less than 50 years old. And we kind of <laughs> got confused by that last one. I will admit it was a little bit confusing. <laughs> and... Well, it was me who got confused because nope. I thought the composer had to be less than 50 years old because I all of the others the reference types of composers. And you meant just the example. So I found this great example by a composer that I love um, who is a cisgender white male and he's 51. And um, he's out. He's out. <laughs> but it turns out I could have used it. The example's like 10 years old. Right. I meant within the past 50 years from like 1970 to now. But yeah. you guys interpret it as they had to be 50 years you know, old or less. Yes. I don't know why. I mean... I, Age discrimination is not actually something that we do in looking for examples. Mozart wrote stuff at like four years old. So, I mean, I don't know that I use those, but he started composing pretty young. So I don't know why that that's what I thought. But uh, for future for future episodes, I can use that uh, example that I found that I liked. Absolutely. Yeah. And so kind of before we dive into the major minor scale, maybe um, we can talk a little bit about how challenging or not challenging was to kind of find some of these how did that how did that go for you guys oh my gosh well i had done a lot of this over the past year so i first kind of looked back at some things that i had already um analyzed earlier in the year but um i don't know if any other theorists have joined it but uh composers of color resource project i've been on some of the zoom calls and worked on um a piece that I really liked um, with Megan Long that I'm going to include later in the in the episode. So 
um, looked at some of those pieces as well. Um, if you want to join the Humanities Commons group, um, it's easy to join for any theorist. You get a lot of great examples, um, and the analyses are very good. Not saying that in a bragging way, because a lot of other theorists have worked on it besides um, me. But yeah, check it out if you haven't already. It's a really useful resource, and I know there's a call out right now for teaching resources, so hopefully we can contribute some things, and others can contribute as well. I It, it actually didn't take me that long um, to find where we looked up four different examples. You're going to hear about one of them today, but I prepared four. And some of it is that I had already done, like you said, Ben, some of the work before. Um, and s some of it was that, you know, if you are, if you give yourself that challenge, if you give yourself that goal, um, it actually didn't take as long as I maybe thought it would have. And then I, that made me actually feel sort of bad because I thought about the times where I've just used the boilerplate, you know, Beethoven example. Yep. Um, and it turns out that, you know, I found these four examples in, I would say, like an hour, maybe max. And that's with like pulling it up and listening to the whole song because I liked it or, you know, mm -hmm. right. things like that. So. I don't know. It was a great exercise and I enjoyed I enjoyed sort of the challenge of looking at it from this perspective of having these parameters that controlled what examples I could look at or choose. I have to say I just listening changing to what I listen to on the radio has actually expanded my kind of palette of teaching resources because I used to listen to 101.1 here in Dallas which is just classical radio and it's just straight up the canon, you know. I mean and I've changed since um, this past year and just listened to 102.1. So just one <laughs> click, <laughs> one click. away, which is just a variety of popular music, you know, um, from the 1970s all the way through today. And man, it's just so many good tunes. Um, a lot of them that I already know, but you don't hear it all the time. So then it's not in your you know, I guess accessible front of the mind library of things to pull from for class. Even just that change for me has, has absolutely turned me upside down in terms of what materials I'm pulling from day to day. Yeah. I love that. Just one click away because that's really what it is. It's we're, we we're so used to what we're, uh, what we've taught mm -hmm. in the past. And if only we take one click, just one, just one hour to spend looking for other things, we can find things pretty, pretty easily. It's just that active intention just to, just to do it, just to hit that scan button on the radio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So let's dive in to the first, first one. And so the musical example that we were tasked to find was major or minor scale. All right, and so we didn't haven't decided, and we don't we haven't listened to each other's um, examples. So nope. this is this is new for all of us as well. Um, so this is kind of exciting. Do either of you want to go first? I can go first. Whatever. You go, go ahead, Paul. Mine's a little bit of a cheat, I'll be honest, because um, <laughs> it's not the whole scale, um, but it's it's primarily the scale. And so my example, I grew up with a lot of musical theater in my house. 
and uh, I've been on a little bit of a Stephen Sondheim kick. Um, and my selection for the major scale was Into the Woods, the main oh, song, Into the Woods. Oh, and so yeah. it has a descending major scale, um, mm-hmm. but there's a slight, it, it, he reverses Do and Re at the very end. But um, you can hear it here. This is Little Red Riding singing, singing it here. So let me see if I can pull it up here. Right there. All right. So do ti la so fa mi do re do. So nice descending major scale right there. It's throughout the musical. And so that was a easy little piece. And that's, of course, by Stephen Sondheim, a gay composer and lyricist, um, amazing composer uh, and lyricist, wrote the lyrics for West Side Story, um, of course, composed Into the Woods, um, Sweeney Todd, uh, Sunday in the Park with George, wonderful, wonderful writer. And if you want to really go down a rabbit rabbit hole, there's some amazing videos on YouTube that talk about how he uses these tiny little motives just to weave the story through through these musicals. So that's my example. Just a little descending major scale from. And uh, he's also he's still living too. He he's, is still he's alive. Ninety one. He is not fifty. <laughs> he's not fifty. He's ninety one. He was born yes. in nineteen thirty. Yeah. Um, so. so so there you go. That's that's my example. Great. Well, mine is also not the whole scale. I don't know that I viewed it as cheating per se, but I will say this. <laughs> so, you know, I've always taught scales as this sort of like rudimentary, like drill kind of activity. You know, they play it on their piano and they say note names and they do things like that. And I thought, I have, I don't know that I've ever like used music to teach them about how scales show up in music. It's more about like, this is a collection of notes that make up a key. And so I actually, um, I loved, once I kind of found this example and was looking at it and how how the scale shows up in this example, I was like, this would be great. I should totally teach this. Why do I not do it that way? <laughs> so um, my example is a Fanny Mendelssohn Hensel example, Night Wanderer. And, um, Full disclosure, this is in the Clandenning Marvin anthology. That's where I that's where I found it. So I think we most of us know who Fanny Mendelssohn is, but of course she's sister to Felix and uh, was an early romantic composer. And one interesting thing about her um, that I don't know that I realized is that she continued composing and performing after she got married, which was like really not a common thing in the early 1800s. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. Do we want to listen to a little snippet of it? Absolutely. Right, so I loved this example because it starts in F major and the scale actually goes so to fa the first mm-hmm. time that's it's a so to fa scale and then it modulates to D minor and you get the whole harmonic minor scale but it's the same thing do and T are reversed at the end mm-hmm. so I kind of imagined this world where we could talk about how like those are 
the relative major and minor, they're so closely related and just moving this this scale up that one step helped us actually achieve a sort of momentary modulation to this other key. Um, and all of it is through this stepwise motion. The other really interesting thing is that the poem that she sets in this piece has two verses. And the first verse is set mostly like what you just heard with all scales, um, m most of them ascending. And the second verse of the poem, which is kind of a different mood in the text, is set almost all with arpeggios and triads. Hmm. So it's there's all sorts of interesting things that you could talk about as a class in this piece. Well, that's neat because that's a piece that can grow with the class. Like, okay, mm -hmm. we'll talk about scales in theory one, and then you're going to bring it back in theory three. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's talk about tonicization and modulation. Mm -hmm. And form and, yeah, mm -hmm. how the text aligns with the form of the music and the mood of the music and all of those things. Yeah. All right, Ben, you're up. What do you got? All right, it's time to introduce our listeners to Ronald E. Harris, who I know as Ron. Fantastic composer uh, from New Orleans. He is still living, born in 1992, so even less than 30 years old, I would say. And uh, the piece that came to mind when you said a major or minor scale, Paul, was actually his piece Space Poem. Um, and it has, not at the beginning, but almost at the end, um, with less than a minute remaining. I think the track in total is about four minutes. Uh, it's available on SoundCloud. Um, I have the score, but it's not readily available because it's not a published piece. Um, <laughs> but if you would like a copy, please contact um, Ronald Harris through SoundCloud um, or other means. And you can listen to the whole thing. And it's a really, really fantastic piece. It's for TTB choir um, and piano. The major scale you will hear um, is a G major scale, and it's in the, uh, the piano part. And uh, I think if you start at around 250, Paul, you should okay. be able to hear it. starting coming down from those high G's, you know, it kind of builds all the way down the major scale. And if you listen to the whole piece, it's really fantastic. Um, a lot of uh, spacey uh, sharp four <laughs> in there. But uh, yeah, really, really fantastic piece. And if you're looking for something for TTB Choir, um, by all means, check out Space Poem. Ron's also written a fantastic uh, gay superhero theme, which is one of my favorites for his too. Yeah, North Star. Check that one out. And he is an award-winning film composer. He won um, the Bronze Award for the Best Original Score for a short film called Billion Dollar Bus Stop that's actually also available on his SoundCloud page. So got to give him a huge shout-out because his stuff is absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yeah. That's great. And I love having a choir example because there's so few examples in, in an anthology, if any, of, of choral music. And, you know, if you think about it, half of our students are, Jen, in your case, most of your students are choir <laughs> kids, right? Yep. And <laughs> most of our examples in theory textbooks are piano or string quartet or, mm -hmm. or something like that. And so having choir examples are, are, are great. I love that. 
Well, well done, team. We did it. We found <laughs> major, actually, all major scales. We'll have to do another one yeah, with just minor scales. Either, we all, no. we all just found major. Uh, well, actually, no, well, you, found, a you found a minor. You had a minor one. It was kind of both. Both. There we go. Um, and so there we go. So we hope that those examples uh, may give you some ideas and some names of composers to check out. And we'll be back with another summer short this time, talking about is it non-chord tones or embellishment tones. <laughs> Depends on me. Tune in next time. Think about those notes next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you then.